Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Allie. I came out after 20 years of marriage and I have three kids. I'm Melissa and I have two kids and I came out at 37 after an 11 year marriage. This podcast is about coming out later and the struggles and victories that come with it. When coming out feels like the end of the world, but it's really just the beginning. This is the Lesbian Chronicles. I know how lucky we are and I think there's you know difficulties in every situation I mean we have seven kids right there's that's I want to get into that a little bit because that to me that's also that's the derailer I mean Maria and I would say we loved each other immediately it was fireworks we're we're still in love today um we're better now but that first year with blending those kids I don't I'm shocked we made it I literally, we, I cannot believe we stayed together. To your point, it was hard. It was brutal. It would have been a million times mm-hmm. easier to yeah. separate and just do it on our own. We are so much better, but year one was a derailer. Yeah, I, I want to validate you and, and just tell you, like, you're not alone. And, and that, that experience is real. And we definitely had that same experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like your mother yeah. bear comes out. Oh, yeah. We, the, the interesting thing about Sal and I is that we had kids at the same time. So we have an 11 year old, oh boy. three, nine year olds, two, seven year olds. Oh my God. Oh my it's God. It's like you guys were living like these terrible I know. Seriously. Yeah. Our seven year olds are two weeks apart. Our nine year olds are two months apart. So it's just out seven kids in seven years. If you did the math. Yes. Um, it's, it's a total shit show. Yeah. But. What I have loved about the kids and watching them be resilient is that they have created community within the family. So there's two groups. There's the mm-hmm. younger ones and the older ones. And they're thick as seeds, sometimes yeah. too much. We're, we're like, you need friends. You right, know? right. So, so they fight like brothers and sisters, which I love because it feels like a family. I think they just were enamored by the wedding and being able to be a part of the ceremony and blending in a way that felt so physical because we used sand. I don't know. You haven't seen the show yet, Allie, but there's this part in the ceremony where each of the kids has like a different color of the rainbow and you can feel it. Even just watching the show, they, they go through it really quickly. You can still feel their ownership. Oh, you know, they're like, yeah. they're like, this is my family. I'm claiming stake over this. Yeah. In fact, her youngest, when some one of his friends came over a couple weeks after the wedding, 
and he saw the jar of sand and was like, what is this? And, and your youngest said, he, he goes, that's from our wedding. Our wedding. Our wedding. Our wedding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah, yeah, that is. I love that. <laughs> How have they been, so like, with all this? Like, did, were, were there any speed bumps or anything with coming out to them? We get so many emails from people that are like, how do I explain this to my kids? Are they going to be okay? Our kids were pretty young. I think the one that was the hardest was her oldest. Um, he was eight. And it wasn't about being gay. It was just about like, hey, you're leaving dad. What the fuck? You know, yeah. um, none of them were inherently bigoted. I mean, they they all were very aware of how different it was between us than it was with their dad. Like, it was clear to them right away that we were in love and it was different and beautiful. And they love they love that. They love when we are affectionate with each other. Um I think the hard part is just the dads and breaking the hearts of the dads. Um, but what I realized for me is that kids match your energy. And so the energy that you bring to the situation is the energy that they're going to eventually wind up at. There may be some bumps in the road where they're feeling insecure, but if you hold on and you show them and you model the behavior slash energy and like, the feeling around the transition and around the change, that's what they will come away with. And that will keep them grounded in, in that. And even when they're feeling um, insecure, about, insecure it. about it, you can be that solid place and, and make sure that they can always come back to you and mm -hmm. you can remind them of this is not a, an, or this is an, and we're adding to our family. There's more to more people to love, not less. Like you're still going to have your mom. You're still going to have your dad. You just get more siblings and you get another mom, yeah. you know, and Paul, like her ex is super involved in the family. And so he's a bonus dad to my kids. Like he loves them and it's been really great. My, my ex is not involved and he doesn't want to be. And that's been like probably the hardest thing about this whole experience. Um, and we're still navigating that, but um, we always talk really highly of him. We don't, there's no drama. Like there's no, um, you know, there's, there's no, um, really like negative parts of this. Other is there than, jealousy you know, of like Lena's ex-husband is showing up and he's interacting with the kids? Is there jealousy among your children that their dad isn't there? I'm, I'm curious. Jealous. <laughs> okay. I'm jealous. I, I definitely yeah. feel that the most. I okay. think I feel the pain and, and it's, when he's over, it just reflects, just reminds me that mine isn't, you okay. know, and I, I think but you do kids, love him, obviously, and you appreciate him. Oh, yeah, around. I'm so yeah. glad that he yeah. is, but it's just, you know, it's hard, but I think my kids definitely notice, and one of them is uh, the one that says things, and the other two don't say things, but one of them's like, when she realizes it, she's like, what the hell, why isn't dad here, why, why is Paul here, and why, yeah. why did dad ever come, you know, but I think they've kind of just gotten used to it, and they're, and again, they were accepting super it, super young, super young, yeah, my youngest yeah. was two when we moved in, just turned two, so oh. they, my two youngest don't remember living together, like, they don't remember the time before Lena, so, um, they always, to the doctor yesterday, Ozzy was like, yeah, there's seven kids, and I have two moms, oh, <laughs> I love that, he's, yeah, he's super, for proud they're all really proud to be a part of this they they can feel the impact that that we have and and um it's really sweet I will say that that part about you that you talked about about the difficulty of 
managing each other's children and the yeah. relationships between that, that's really hard. And that's continue. That's, that's not something we've figured out yet. <laughs> no, it comes up less and better. less, right? Ours, yeah, we went to therapy. Ways, I yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. I will say we're getting better. We were just on vacation and ours were, they're, they're getting along famously now, the little ones, but I saw a situation where they needed to be loyal to each other. There was a gr- another group of kids that they could have played with and something came up, but I watched our two like loyalty to one another over these newcomer kids. And I, I don't know, like I did have a sense of like, it is such a gift to give these mm-hmm. kids each other because yeah. they will have each other. And they yeah. look for each other. Really I mean, sweet. yeah, it made me feel like, God, I guess the kids are all right. Like, it's not like, as bad maybe as we originally thought. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's something to be said about our kids being similar ages. Because yeah. we, as far as behavioral management goes, it's pretty universal. We do let some of the older kids stay up later. But, like, other than that, everybody's doing yeah. the same thing, you know? So, we know how to parent that age because we're going through it together. I mean, I, my oldest is 11, so I have a couple more years of experience. Yeah, but my nine year old's much more mature than Yeah, her nine year old. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. She's the queen. Um, but I don't know. There's this idea that our therapist told us in the beginning about tandem parenting and how the kids can feed off of each other if we are going against each other. Right. But if we can just agree on the fact that, like, I will behavioral manage mine and she will manage the behaviors of hers right then we can have positive interactions with each other's kids and so we we work really really hard to do that is there a competition like you're putting the kids to bed seven kids like our four to get down at night is hard to get seven kids down is there ever a feeling of like like Maria will sometimes sneak in and do like this extra like kiss to the boys. And then I'm like, now I feel bad that I didn't go back in. Like the kids just saw you. So I got to go in. Like, is there any of that nonsense? We don't have that. Well, we have separate, we have two like master bedrooms and okay. my kids are in one and hers are in the other. So okay. we just say peace you don't even, out and yeah. I go do mine and she does hers. Yeah. So okay. We say goodbye like at the dinner table or downstairs while yeah. they're playing. Okay. And yeah. It worked well for us. I know that can't be how it is forever. They're getting bigger. Like when yeah. we move, I, I, I don't think it's going to work out that way. So it will be interesting to like change up the bedtime routine. Yeah. Um, right. And But hopefully, you know, we'll have lived together for long enough that it's not weird. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting what happens every season, you know, every yeah. year or every few months even. It's like something is changing. Someone's right. going into a different phase. You have to adapt. It becomes more difficult. I have two with autism. She has one with ADHD. There's, there are dynamics within the family that we've all become accustomed to, but I love watching them grow through their own types of therapy that they're doing and adapting and, and being able to manage their behaviors in ways that they hadn't before. So there's, you know, everything ebbs and flows in parenting. Yeah. yeah. And what's awesome for me uh, is that it's so different. Like I don't have a guidebook. I'm be- raising them so differently than I raised my kids or than I was raised. Um, and it's really cool to like be so self-aware and be doing work on myself while I'm parenting oh, because yeah. I can be like, Oh my God, guys, sorry. I'm PMSing or like, <laughs> I, that wasn't you at all. Yeah. I'm really sorry. You know, like just doing it so open and and I have a puberty book I'm reading with my nine-year-old you know we're talking about feelings all the time we're talking about divorce and you know sexuality all this stuff that was so taboo for me growing up 
none like I don't remember my parents apologizing very much like ever on a regular basis yeah and I don't remember them being open about like like yesterday I told Lena I told my nine-year-old um like me and Lena had an argument and she heard it and I was like hey just so you know parents fight all the time and it's normal if if parents didn't have arguments then it wouldn't be healthy because then somebody wouldn't be like expressing their real feelings right and I just want you to know, we always make up. Sometimes you don't see us making up, but we always do. And we love each other. And if you're ever worried about it, you can talk to me. That was never a conversation no. that would have happened for me. You know, like I remember being worried as a kid, but not knowing how to talk about it. And so it's just really cool. Like, I feel like leaving the church and coming out has been a gift in, in that way. Like just being totally vulnerable, starting over, learning along with my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's that a really cool. awesome point because like one of the things that, you know, people are so fearful of leaving and that it's going to harm their kids and everything. But if you think back on like the person that you were when you're trapped in that place that you're not supposed to be, you're not that good parent. Mm-hmm. And I think coming out, it allows you to, like you said, like really reflect on who you are and like your past in ways that I never would have dove into. And then in turn, it's making you a better parent. For sure. So, don't you feel that way too since you spend less time with your kids that when they are with you, you're like wanting to carpe diem, you know, just yeah, like stay absolutely. with them and be present. Maybe not in the summer. I know, summer, right? Uh, <laughs> exactly. But when they're in school, I can get behind yes. that. Right now, I kind of like so stoked that they went to their dad's house. <laughs> right. Yeah. 100%. We go through phases. Like, yeah. I'm on my own right now. This yeah. It's hard <laughs> for sure. It's, it's only week two for us. So I'm feeling it. <laughs> Oh, that's right, because your school gets out so late. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my friend's there. It's like, we've been on summer vacay forever, and she's like, hers are just out. It's good for us. Yeah. Tomorrow, I I like it, because we we live in a touristy town, and so when they go back to school, we've had a few weeks where everyone's been back home, and all so the we get the beaches gone. back. We get the beaches to ourselves. Oh, nice. Yeah. Back to school, which is nice. I got to yeah. say, too, on the trailer that I, um, that somebody's mom, I don't know who it was, but when she's on the couch, um, I felt so, such a sweetness from her. I don't know her at mm-hmm. all, but like it reminded me so much of my own mom, which is like she loved me so much. This didn't go with what her beliefs are as a Catholic. And, but it was just like I watched her. I don't know, like your mom reminded me so much of that, that sadness, but it's also this just kindness. There's a kindness to her that I felt. Mm. I don't know if it took her a while to come to terms, but. Well, you will fall more and more in love with her. Okay. Okay. Really? Okay. She is definitely the most loved person on the show. Uh, I could feel it right then. I mean, I said it just in the two seconds she's on the trailer. I felt such sentiment of just. She's somebody yeah. who I feel like is trustworthy with any feeling you might have. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool that you felt that. She yeah. and I are besties. Oh, that's I'm the very only cool. Girl. Okay. I'm the only girl in the family and, and we have always been really close. And so when I left the church, you know, it sent us on a, a new trajectory of like, how are we going to do this? Yeah. You know? Like, and, and then coming out and, and splitting up with the family and it's right. been a roller coaster and like the relationship between us has like triumphed like we were we just have neither one of us took the road of I'm gonna just stay in my box and not talk about it and I'm just gonna be safe over here because it's too uncomfortable like she pushed 
out of her comfort zone to show up for us and had to question her own beliefs and her own thoughts in order to be authentically my mom. It's a big ask. Yeah, it's a big ask. And and it's really, it's it's really um, a model that we need right now for her age group because so many people our age are are doing what we're doing and not, not living small anymore. And so baby boomers, you know, people in their 60s, it's not common for them to show up like my mom has and my dad and and they need to see somebody that that does it and they need to see that they can do it too right because they might have to i mean it's like to your point it's it's happening right what about your brothers both of you like do you both have siblings yeah i have a sister she's local uh she's 14 years younger than i am she's like the kylie jenner of the family okay <laughs> um, very cool what a title i know <laughs> exactly <laughs> and we get along great she's never been mormon she's very supportive of us and she's a ride or die for sure oh that's awesome Sally has four brothers yeah i have four brothers um three of them had left the church um three three of us are are totally out or four out of the five of the kids are out. And one of them is still not out of the closet, out of the church, out of the church. church. (laughs) Um, And so that was nice. I think when I came out of the closet, that was, um, you know, my two older brothers were like best friends with my ex-husband. And so that was um, hard. Yeah. And, and they're, they're, they're still friends with him. Um, But I think it took them a while to, come around, you know, come around to Lena and, and see the, the truth and see that like, this is the decision that needed to be made. Um, they were all at my wedding and it was like, just really, a really, really special experience for my family, like all of us together and all of us like changed so much because of this and have come so far in opening our minds to what a family can look like and what does it look like to live authentically and how can we show up for each other as family. And it's just really beautiful. And I'm really proud of everyone for pushing and deciding that, that it's important enough to them to look at themselves and be uncomfortable and and do what they need to do to be present and show up in love for, for me because they know me and they know, uh, that I have a good heart, you know? Yeah. Have you had friends, either of you that have like disappointed you or bailed? Yes. Have we had any friends that have ghosted us because of this? Yeah. Like just feel like every day there's a new one. (laughs) Every day. (laughs) So fucking sad. Yeah. I just, I mean, it's a sifting process. Initially when we very first came out, I just blocked myself off from the world because I was feeling really mama bear. I wanted to care for the kids and Paul and Shane and Sally and have us all just be like, we were fragile. We were so fragile, you know, in those, those first year for sure. And then after a year, I mean, after a year, it was COVID, you know, that's when COVID happened. And so we were like hunkered down anyways, but we started to open up a little bit more with our community, like online or even locally here with people and it just it felt like safe enough to put ourselves out there but it's been very slow and very gradual and throughout that process people have shown themselves 
Right. And is it Maya Angelou who says like, when people show you who they are, believe them. And that is something that I have kept in my heart this whole time and just tried so desperately to not attach myself to their disappointment because people are processing my life choices by deciding to marry a woman. Obviously, like I'm not choosing to be gay. I am gay, but I am choosing to live as a gay woman with another woman because many of my friends when they found out I came out, had hopes, high hopes that I would stay in the church and be celibate. Yeah. And so there is definitely a level of disappointment. Uh, We've with, been called selfish a lot. Oh, and so much. Like, Same. you know, all that <laughs> kind of so stuff. Ridiculous. Like, I can't believe you would do that. Like, you should have, you know, done it this way or that way or this timing or whatever. You know, people have the, all their own opinions. And, you know, Mormons are really passive aggressive. And so there hasn't been a lot of like blatant like I think you are this but like it's more energetic and it's also like ghosting you know okay. so it's it's and it's pretty gradual for the most part there have and been direct conversations a, a few a few direct ones when yeah. when we when we push when the we're issue. the ones that are like hey and then they'll finally say it but I think um I think that's also a gift too like it is. I ain't got time for that shit like yeah. I'm moving on and if you're staying there I gotta keep going yeah so that means you're we're not, you know, compatible And it opens anymore. up space for better. Yeah. I mean, maybe they were a season of your life. Like we find totally. with these, this many kids and each other, I don't have that many Saturday nights that I just want to give out exactly. to some random. Oh, exactly. And um, once you know the value of your presence yes, and your energy, you don't right. want to give it away to anyone. No mm-hmm. one. So I yeah. think that's a valuable been, lesson. It lets you filter out the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been really nice to see us be able to cultivate relationships with people who are real and they're not afraid to have hard conversations right. so different. and expose the vulnerable shit that like no one in the church would ever say about themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And meeting people together yeah. is nice. Like new people that are your couple friends versus, you know, we yeah. find sometimes that it's nice to like, we meet these people and we're like, wow, neither of us knew them before. So that there's some, mm-hmm. some niceness to that too. Totally. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's the name of the podcast? Peace out. Peace out. I like that. Thank you. And is it all about, is it mostly about um, leaving the Mormon church and all things gay? Uh, I think our tagline is helping you peacefully transition uh, out of the church or out of the closet. Or if you're like us, both. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah. So yeah, anyone... it's been a really, really rewarding experience, Certainly. like talking, having a platform to like, you know, have our own voice and not have other people tell our story. And also to be able to, you know, be more visible and help other people to have a voice and bringing people on who no one in the Mormon church would ever give the time of day. Yeah. You know, like yeah. these stories that need to be told that are so real and they exist and they're not an anomaly like they exist throughout the community and that's why the suicide rate in the mormon church is so high especially Mm -hmm. among teens 
because there is no space for them. There's no space for queer Mormons at all, right. especially at BYU. And so our show highlights that too. So it's a, it's a good conversation to be had and something that we don't need to shy away from. Yeah. It's rewarding also to be able to um, use our experience and all the pain that we've been through to help others, you know, to, to not have it all be just like, Oh God, I'm glad we got through that. You know, like we're using our experience and sharing that. So other people don't have to suffer as much as we did or, you know, and create community so that we can have people to lean on. Because when you leave the Mormon church, you lose a really, really robust community. And it's hard to lose that. And so it's really important to have a safe space to land when you come out of the that's closet true. or out of the church. Yeah, yeah. that's Where very true. Where you can feel true. seen and heard and validated and all of that. And the more people that see it, it's like, I'm so, I love your bravery to like live out loud and let people see because they'll see you thriving. I know you said we're very privileged. We found each other and you, you're in a safe space, but I think even more people seeing that this is possible. I mean, even people that just come out, maybe they don't have someone right away or they feel alone, but you can keep, Mm -hmm. you know, moving the chains, as I would say, towards what you want, the goal. And eventually I think you find it. So I think, when they see people like you, it's just gives them more and more hope. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, you know, Glennon Doyle, I mean, everybody is obsessed with Glennon Doyle. Everybody does. Um, <laughs> I think one of the things that has been really special about Untamed is she, anyone who read it anyway, has given people the opportunity to decide whether or not their marriage is something that they want to stay in. You know, it doesn't matter if you're gay, you read Untamed and you see like, a reflection of something that you either don't have or that you're you've been unwilling to look at and shine a light on and I feel to some degree like we're helping people within that same space but who are in the church who have been unwilling to look online at resources even myself I had left the church and it took me four months to read any of the truth claims online because I just didn't want to taint my Mormon experience right I just wanted to leave the church peacefully and and you know not not any, process any of not the yeah right <laughs> about it. we'll just, just hide this it. over so here it's not gonna happen yeah <laughs> oh man yeah but I it's really nice to be on the other side and to know that like Selena five years ago has resources now. Yeah. I think that's the thing. It's the resources. It's the building, the community, it's the, to your nature. It's all those things. I call it the toolbox of like, what's in your toolbox to get you through. I say it to my kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, and I think it takes time to build that toolbox, whatever that be, whether it's reading books or having coffee alone. I don't know. Like everybody has a different toolbox. But those resources, yeah. you kind of continue to build until you're a powerhouse if you go for it. That's right. Like you two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Right. about that. laughs> oh um, thank you guys so, 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 so much. I'm so excited to watch the show. Yeah. Um, once again, it's, it's Mormon No More. It's on Hulu. I've started watching it. I think I'm like three episodes in. Like, I'm loving it. I will say, like, it it stirs up a lot. Like it takes me back. Hmm. So yeah, pack, pack the tissues if you're gonna yeah. watch. Because um, I was like, I think I was like ten fifteen minutes in, and I'm like, why am I crying? Oh, yeah, I love but, that. Yeah, but it, they're good. They're, those those TV people know how to. They know how to do it. Right. I also happen Man, to love. Job. I love Hulu. 
Like to me, you're mm-hmm. on the best one, in my opinion. Thank you. Yeah. 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 We've been. We feel really lucky. We've been happy with it. Yeah, yeah for really sure. Cool. We even sprung yeah. at our house for the the no commercial Hulu. Mm-hmm. So we like really Way love Hulu. Go. Yep. <laughs> Way to go. That's amazing. Thank um, you for having us on. Thank you so thank much. Thank you yeah, all thank so you much. Guys. Have a great one. You all too. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Want to support the Lesbian Chronicles podcast? Rate us and write a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We love listener feedback. If you'd like to share your story, email us at melissaandally at gmail.com. That's Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-A, and Allie, A-L-L-I, at gmail.com. Or follow us on Instagram at Lesbian Chronicles. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.